Welcome. Thanks for joining us for another weekly episode of Can I Tell You Something Funny, a podcast about nothing where Chris and I banter about the week's past activities. Sit back, relax, enjoy a laugh or two. Here's this week's show. Starting. Hey, there it is. Hey, Sarah. Chris. How are you? Who is go? What year is this? I know. It's been five weeks, I think, since we recorded, right? Five weeks. It's like we aren't friends or something. I don't know. Maybe there's a hidden message. We were on a break. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The COVID break? I'm not sure what break you're talking about. You have a life and I don't. Is that the break you mean? (laughs) Oh, no. I wish. No. I have have the home life, which is decent. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about the loyal listeners who don't care to hear from me, but care to hear from singers. <laughs> That's right. Uh, everybody always wants to hear from me, Chris. You know that. I know, and I'm ruining it. You're ruining you everything. Last week. Yeah, I think it was actually two weeks ago now. We've been very sporadic. Apologies. Yes. 2020 has been a shit show. Let's just put it out there. So if you are listening, thank you. I appreciate you, each and every one of you. You're amazing. Pass it on to your friends. We do want to grow this podcast. We're just not real good at promoting it. I should say I. I'm not real good at promoting it of late. Um, I, I appreciate everyone too. You know, Sarah keeps using the word I instead of we. There's no, there's no, there's no I in team. <laughs> but there's a me, so I'm just gonna point that out. Uh, Dang it! <laughs> Come back. Anyway, hi Chris, how are you? Good, good. You know, uh, uh, life is actually you know in a vacuum. Life is good. We're having a good summer. We got the kids a pool, mm-hmm. proper pool above ground, yeah. so not like an in ground, but uh, a proper twenty eight foot pool. So things are good. Kids are living their best life. Uh, no sports, no activities. So it's just pool time all the time. Right. How about you? How about you? The past month. Ah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, let's just be honest. So if you tuned in a couple of weeks ago, you heard that I plugged my business, who is now the uh, sponsor, host, owner of this podcast, as well as the new podcast I launched without you, Chris, because the world can only handle one podcast with you and I together. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so I've been working on my business, and so I launched my other podcast. It is called Talks with Sarah No Socks about design and entrepreneurship and business. And really what I share is a lot of the failures that entrepreneurship is because that is the one thing that I think no one is really honest about when you enter into this realm, right? Everybody kind of glosses over the middle part, which for some people is three months, six months, some people it's six years. You know, it just depends on whatever it is that you're building. Building, that <laughs> that trough is very low and yes. uh, not openly shared. So we all know I'm open. I'm an open book. You know anything you want to know. So uh-huh. I talk very openly on that about it was it's not been good, Chris. We'll just say that it's yeah. not been good. Um, 
I am a huge mental health advocate. I have struggled with mental health issues my entire life, specifically anxiety and depression. And this particular season, especially with COVID, I think for a lot of people has maybe brought to light some things that weren't there before. So definitely, you know, this is not any kind of medical advice, but seek out and reach the medical experts that you need to, uh, depending on what your situation is. And just for me personally, anecdotally, yeah, like not good, not good. But I'm doing the best that I can, and we're happy and healthy and have a roof over our head, which is more than I know other people can say. So, yeah, yeah. I don't have a pool, though, Chris. My pool is not open, but I have the ocean. So there's that. There you go. (laughs) COVID free ocean. Yeah, apparently. I mean, oh, so let's just talk for a second. Can I ask one thing about the ocean real quick? Did I see a couple weeks ago there was like some rogue wave that hit Southern California? Mm. You'll have to be more specific. That happens a lot here. Like a rogue wave? I don't know. I mean, the news. It said like rogue wave hit San Diego or whatever. Mm. It's like that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There's I don't know if it was about to get you. Like, was a crust and, uh, you know, did it come from somewhere? Like, Like, was like waiting. I'm like, I'm I'm the rogue wave. I'm going to get you. (laughs) Um, I'm going to get you. You see that bride and groom who got hit by a rogue wave? Yes. But I saw the video. Yeah. I definitely did. So the rogue wave is like a myth, right? People don't really respect the ocean and the fact that you have no control over it. And yes, as tranquil as it seems at times, a rogue wave can come out of nowhere. Um, It does happen quite a bit, but especially down uh, in certain parts of San Diego. So in La Jolla, along the shores there, and then in Sunset Cliffs, down in Ocean Beach, there was a rogue wave uh, in Sunset Cliffs not too long ago that wiped out a couple of people out into the ocean that were rescued. It does happen. I don't I don't know the particular story that you're referencing. Yeah, I don't know either. I just saw a rogue wave. And it mm-hmm. interest. Not enough to actually click on the article, but I, I <laughs> read and I was like, I have to ask Sarah that. You but mean then their clickbait didn't minutes, work? So I don't respond. I don't, I, we didn't do a podcast, so I know. Yeah, I mean, I've been here, Chris. Let's just be honest. So COVID, let's just touch on that for a minute. If you're not wearing a mask, you can just stop listening to this podcast and go put your mask on. <laughs> what the hell at this point? Come on. I know you're listening. listening. Wearing a mask. Um, anyway, yeah. So COVID, of course, kind of went through the East Coast early on in 2020 and now is very, very... <laughs> rampant in the southwest and west coast so we're in lockdown again i mean to be honest we're allowed to do outdoor things but you can't go inside of restaurants or bars any of that kind of stuff so yeah i mean we're still very much in the thick of it so brooks and i do nothing but go to the beach where i draw a nice six foot perimeter (laughs) around my shit and then um everybody's very respectful at the beach and then yeah, Costco, you know, like 20 minutes in and out. Move as fast as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Um, yeah, so that's what we do. There's not much life to be had here. It's just, I mean, yeah. I see a lot of Brooks 24-7. <laughs> you to gaze into his eyes. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, I'm with you. That would be that would be challenging. I mean, at least I have some space and I've been doing a ton of biking. I did 30 miles last week in one Ooh, day. That's far. My legs were going to fall off. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I've been like anti-working out. It's a problem. My self-care has gone down at the same time as my uh, 
mental health issues have gone up. I'm not sure if there's a correlation, but science might tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, yeah, so I've been trying to get back into some sort of like workout routine. It's not going well, except I decided I was going to pick up boogie boarding because, you know, I'm into surfing and I want to touch on that issue. But we got boogie boards probably about three weeks ago now, maybe four weeks, four weeks ago. And Brooks has never been a big ocean person, but he's all about the boogie boarding. So full on like a six year old set of twins were out there in the ocean, like, move out of the way, kids. <laughs> six I'll show feet. you how to ride this wave. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I laugh and I laugh and I try and avoid the children, but sometimes, I mean, if they're not quick, take them can't out. Help, can't help nature. <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't hurt a child. Yeah. That happens. I've, I've been there. I've been in that situation where the wave just, wave just takes you and you can't. My own kid took my Yeah. Yeah. I had a close call today. It was pretty busy in the water. Everybody was kind of spaced out, but, you know, same situation, right? I caught the wave just right and I'm going down and I did one of those. Oh, shit. <laughs> Turn the board quick. <laughs> I did manage to avoid them, but the child was scarred for life, I'm sure. Their eyes were about ready to pop out of their head. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, man. I know how to ride the waves. Get with it. Come on, Chris. You know. <laughs> Do you have any waves in the pool? No? Uh, the kids, keep, they make them. They try. I tell them to stop because they're pushing the water up over the edge. That's right. <laughs> I paid money for that water. Get oh, my gosh. So we need to hear the pool story. If you listened to the last episode, you heard Brooks and I talk about the fact that you were putting in a pool and, you know, you were sending us pictures. It looked very successful, but you had acquired quite a few family members that were now in that pool. So yes. let's hear it. Yeah. So we had... Ordered this pool back in like early May, I think, expecting it to be here like the end of May. And it literally came, uh, what, mid-June, right before. So we were supposed to have two vacations, two beach vacations. Both were canceled and one was with my wife's family. So we turned it into a staycation. I should send you a picture. We have uh, Jamie's Jamie's sister made shirts for us. And uh, it was pretty funny. has like a little yellow smiley face person with a mask wearing oh it was gosh the, it was the quarantine the, vacation the ronication yeah the ronication yeah so anyway we had it so it literally came that thursday before everyone's coming to our oh, house my damn. and uh yeah it was a mad dash to put it together and you know it had to be like upper 80s low 90s that whole time we we're putting this bloody thing together and it just was very painful so i had never put together a pool before everyone else that was helping had never done it one person one Super. <laughs> she had put together but she her family's more of a duct tape bubble gum type putting together so <laughs> can't do that with a pool <laughs> it's a problem it's a lot of water so she had put it together one before, but oh my goodness. Yeah. And, and the funny thing, you know, we, we got together. It only took us uh, four days, I guess. It takes professionals like two days. So I was pretty excited. It only took yeah, us that's pretty good. Um, it's only slightly off. Uh, uh, <laughs> Who needs level? I mean, come on. It's fine. No, it was level. It's just only slightly off now. And the only, the only reason I can see it is that the pattern that we chose for the liner at the uh-huh. very it has a diamond pattern 
Oh. And then on top of that, it has like a brick pattern. I don't know. I can't, I, it's not very, I'm not describing it very well. But anyway, on the one side of the pool, you can't see the diamonds. On the other, you can see <laughs> the very top of the diamonds. I'm like, damn it. Foiled <laughs> again. Because literally putting in a pool like this, you have to, you have to measure mm-hmm. and square things off and level things off like 25 oh, yeah. ways across yeah. the pool next to it from each one to the other oh my goodness that was ridiculous so long story shorter the the crazy <laughs> thing about putting a pool together is that a pool comes with 25 different instruction sets what so there's a there's an instructions that the pool comes with right like to put the walls up put the track on like you know all those okay. kind of things right and so we had been following that one because we got like 12 boxes of stuff oh and my so gosh. i didn't open all those i just follow i found what we needed for the pool itself and of started course. working through that right of Perfect. course yeah Had let's some not friends. open everything and figure out everything that goes well, into it one box at a time <laughs> well not one box one we were putting the pool and i had the instructions that says for the pool right got all right it. so then we got the pool together and i'm like oh let's open the box for the liner right i'm told mm-hmm. the liner is supposed to be installed one way we open the box there's a whole set of instructions for the liner <laughs> the liner gets installed completely different which actually was a lot easier than what you know i was anticipating like rolling up over the liner over the top of the wall and having it yeah. kind of over there's like right. a little hook that beads in on the inside so much easier but uh-huh. i had to undo like half the stuff that we had done <laughs> <laughs> damn it so then we finally get the pool and we get the liner and stuff like that well then there's like instruction for the filter the pump mm-hmm. yep skimmer Yep. <laughs> the pump head that has like all the different, you know, like to <laughs> shoot the water out. There's one for the turn. There's one for the light. We got one of those pool lights that turn, you know, like lights up your pool on the inside under the water. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and, I'm like, they, and they all cross reference each other. So I'm sitting there like literally trying to figure out what goes with what. <laughs> And they're, Chris. They're, and they're all and they're all like very generic for like 20 different versions sure. of it. So oh, yeah. the instruction I'm like this doesn't look quite like mine <laughs> now i think we figured it out you know it's not leaking that much <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was oh my goodness so we only had a few hiccups throughout this whole process uh-huh at least major ones i would say and that one two of them hit when we were built putting the uh not two. One of them was uh, when we were getting the water put in. So we had a, a, a trucking company sure. dump water in because my well only allowed me to put half an inch of water in before it started spitting out dirty water. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So anyway, so we got we got we had a person come take water and just like four loads. And so if you ever think of how a liner looks like it just gets kind of stretched out because of the water. Right. So we were inside and trying to get all the creases out and kind of work it all out. Well, we couldn't actually hook up the pump and stuff until they had like th- two thirds of the way up the wall. Well, you sure. Yeah. Not enough water. Cut out the liner for the return. The return mm-hmm. or the until then so it literally was this mad dash it's like 90 degrees i'm already tired of doing this by then a guy comes jumps the third look just barely gets to the bottom of the return so it starts spitting out there so we're hurrying up trying to get the skimmer and all this other stuff on right luckily we dry fit everything 
and got it all set. And so we got it on there. We got, at least got the, the hoses where it, like, it turns the water so you can turn it on and off so it doesn't go through the whole system. Yeah. Everyone's like, hey, we have water. So let's everyone jump in, which I think is a picture <laughs> I've seen. Like it's Thursday. Yeah. Well, that, you know, if you remember from your science classes, right, people jump in, there's displacement. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, the water there is. went up just a little bit more, which was fine. <laughs> But it went up over into the into the skimmer in you know, the big box. <laughs> ah, yes. And this dang thing had a, like there's a extender piece because it's the way the mm-hmm. you know, uh, a wider top that goes around the pool, so not like a skinny one, but like more of like an eight inch one. So there's an extender piece that goes all the way out to so you can get in and take the top off and all that kind of good stuff. Well, when everyone gets in there, it starts leaking, and we don't really. <laughs> Until like 45 minutes and the guy can turn them around in about an hour. So they were like a dash trying to figure out how to prevent this from leaking. There's no gasket between these things. So we're like, so it was ridiculous. So anyway, we made a, we made a, um, uh, a homemade gasket. (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) And the guy came, you know, obviously he came back early. Right. load and we're trying to like mad dash trying to get this in there and so uh so that was the most stressful part because you're you know someone's waiting on you and luckily he was nice about it and understood but uh yeah i'd i'll put together another pool if someone has it but man was it a challenge to get everything level and so we didn't quite get everything level. <laughs> chris <laughs> but it's done. how much would you have saved if you would have just kind of checked to someone to put this together for you and eliminate this headache <laughs> Uh, I think it costs like two grand or so to have someone put it in. Well, I mean, you're bougie. You bought a pool. You can't afford somebody to put it in for you. That's why I I can't. I can't. Uh, (laughs) No, here's the thing, Sarah, is it took me two months to get the bloody thing or a month and a half to to get it. We're only supposed to take two or three weeks. Then all the people that do the builds are scheduling next year already. Right. And so I was like. I'm a man. I can do this. Of course, that's what you said. I'm like, no problem. Snap There's suspenders. I've got I've watched, this. I've watched some YouTube videos. Yeah. That was the funny part when I was telling, like, I was like, I was like telling everyone, I was like, no, I think we should do it this way. I saw it on a YouTube video. <laughs> you got called right out for your shit. Oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, oh, it was yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Anyway, the pull is up. It's still up. That's um, good. So we it's hopefully been a couple you- weeks, right? a few weeks now i think it's been what two and a half three and a half weeks whenever it was whenever we had i mean i think success yes it hasn't flooded out yet and uh we're gonna try and start building a deck here soon onto it so oh whoa whoa don't get ahead of yourself (laughs) i think just hopefully next weekend we're gonna try and do one i don't uh, know i i had a a pool when i was growing up and above grounds that i didn't help put up i um yeah. i was too young i was a young kid i took care of the pool though that was yeah. my job like i had to vacuum it put the chlorine in and all that bullshit and um we had a deck and <laughs> it didn't go all the way around the pool it was only like just the front well it was round so that's a yeah. stupid thing to say but you know what i mean it was like yeah. not even yeah. half of it maybe yeah. um so you had some seating a place to put your towels and whatever yeah it's a bitch man i mean yeah. good luck <laughs> godspeed yeah yeah i think we uh yeah we've come up i think we've come up with the final design of what we want to do so i think between my wife's dad Pinterest. Who's done this kind of stuff and myself i think we can 
Get it done so we have that ready for my little girl's sixth birthday coming up here. So, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Uh, but yeah, that was good. The pool's good. It's up. We're gonna, you know, now do the extra stuff to it. So good. Well, wow, that's great. Life. Kids are loving life. This is the best life. Is it warm? Uh, here in Pennsylvania, it's been ridiculously warm. I okay, think, so your water temperature is like in the 80s, 70s? Like, what's the water temp in the pool? Uh, it was cold today, and it was 83. Oh, my gosh. We've had it up, I think, last week, because it was up in the 90s and uh-huh. for a number of days. And we have a solar cover on it okay. as well. And uh, it, hit, it cracked 90. Wow. And it was Do like, you have it right in direct sun? Yeah, we the one spot in our house that gets pretty consistent sun, at least okay. from like 10 a.m., you know, once it gets past the trees in our backyard. Sure. You know, through all night. So, yeah, so it gets really good. It's good. been challenging. It's been a little chilly because yesterday we had about a quarter of an inch, and then today we had about another quarter of an inch. So it's been uh Of what, chilly. rain? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah Quarter yeah. inch of what? <laughs> rain. Liquid from the sky? We don't have that here. I live in California. Yeah. It doesn't rain. We haven't had any for a while either. Now it's finally hit. So okay. it's good. Because all the kids splashing. Good. Well, that, yeah, I know, right? That's the other thing. When you're like, stop splashing out of the pool. Do you know how much that water costs me? I know. I know. It's all good. The pool's good. awesome. Though. They're happy. Our our garden's growing. You know, we're the we're we're the atypical COVID family this year. We got a pool. Yeah, we started a garden, which we've gardened many, many times before, but we hadn't had one since we've had the kids, or at least the second kid. And, yeah. uh, you know, so now it's like our plants, we have like 12 Thai pepper plants that are just shooting off Thai peppers like mad. Wow. So we're we're doing well so far. Man, you are like living it up large there in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Interesting. So luckily, you know, luckily we haven't, we haven't had any spikes here in the greater Pennsylvania area that we live in. So it's been. It's yeah, been I feel like the Northeast. Good. Yeah, I think the Northeast is pretty good. Seems safe there in terms of yeah. COVID. <laughs> I think I think we we. We have it again. It wasn't terrible here, but obviously pockets, you know, of our area, which sure, you know, sure. uh, were, were had spikes, and so I think we appreciate probably uh, what it can do, um, probably more than some of the other states that are having the spikes now, mm-hmm. and so yeah. it's uh, it's interesting. So it was interesting the other the other week. And we'll talk about work here a second. Is uh, I, I one of the studies that we run uh, research studies we run uh, we have two collaborating sites in New York city proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, they were obviously hardest hit. They, they haven't done any study related activities in person for a while. So I might check on them and say, Hey, you know, when do you think you're going to be able to restart? I'm actually going to meet with them this week and next week or the following week between those two sites to kind of talk about what's going on and how, you know, what's, what's their outlook look like. And the one yeah. a couple of weeks ago said, Hey, you know, we haven't restarted, um, visits you know for patients to come in yet but if you want to come monitor us you can come whenever you want to and i'm like <laughs> i'm good, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> hard stop on that friend push that one yeah i have no I'll see you in 2021 <laughs> yeah i have no i have no like tell my wife I'm like it's like as a study we i should be doing these things but as a person i have no desire to like use public transportation and go through oh, all this be around yeah. people even, no. even even though at this point, right, the the worst is behind New York City at this point. Right. But so. it's like 
you don't know, right? You don't know when the, <laughs> when yeah. it's going to happen again, if it's going to happen again, and so on. Yeah, no, I would highly advise against any kind of travel outside of your immediate bubble. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying the pool. I don't, I don't, nothing else, nothing in my life. Yeah, that's the thing. It, isn't it so funny when you talk, you know, like I talk with my mom all the time and she's like, what are you doing? Like, nothing. <laughs> you know, there's just nothing to plan out. I mean, you don't have any kind of like long term travel plans or things to look forward to experiences, as it were. So you kind of develop a new appreciation for your local stuff, I guess. I think that's one of the things that, you know, I think people struggle, right? And it maybe some, some of your thing is like, for me, you know, I get bummed out, you know, I don't find that to the level, you know, full on depression or you know, anxiety, but obviously anxious at times and things like that. And one of the things that helps you push through some of those, you know, lows in your life mm-hmm. is knowing that you have things planned. Like you, Oh, if I just right. get through this month of hell at work or, you know, yeah. with school or things like that, right. In a month, I'm going to be going to the beach or, right. you know, I'm going to go see my friends or I'm going to do this. And you, you truly don't have that. Like you can't plan and say, Hey, I'm going to have that. So you can't mentally yep. cue yourself or prime yourself to like go through this. Cause you're just kind of like going through hell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting. And I really wonder the long term effects this is going to help have on us as a society, uh, just because I think so many people now are really feeling some sort of mental health effects from either having canceled plans, knowing someone, either immediate family or friends or relatives that were impacted directly by COVID and heaven forbid you had a loss, you know, those kinds of things. And then you're not really taking care of yourself um, because gyms were closed, they're reopened now, but, you know, in limited capacity. And then you have some, some anxiety for some people around being around other people. I know that's been a huge stressor for us in particular. We're just not comfortable being around other people. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I find myself, <laughs> just well, don't know any other word. Yeah. It's terrible. It, you know, it's terrible. And I, I've become very judgy is I see people on like, you know, social media and I'm like, Oh, you know, they're like, Oh, Hey, snuck out to like do some micro brews in this area. And I'm like, oh. you should know better. You shouldn't be going to these places. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, okay. So I know, but let's talk about that for a second. Cause it's very real here. We had everything shut down. What is today? Today is the 12th. We had everything shut down on the 6th. Uh, sixth going into the seventh, right? They said, no, no, we've had, we've met the criteria for shutting back down. And so there's no indoor dining, no indoor bars, no zoos or museums or like all the indoor stuff was closed. And, you know, people had just been getting back to one, seeing people and two, livelihood, right? I mean, of course the economy is really suffering and a lot of people are losing jobs and having unemployment, all that stuff. And then when they said that, of course, the city of San Diego very quickly said, okay, well, you can open up your parking lots and parking spaces. And I'm like, yes, we're eating in the streets. (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's one of those things that you're like, okay, but I'm still not real comfortable with any kind of dining experience. I'm cool getting takeout from select places. But then 
you know, we have a winery that we frequent all the time. Shout out to Charlie and Echo. We absolutely love them. They're not a sponsor, but they're amazing. And we're wine club members there. And we know a lot of the other wine club members, you know, we're all friends. Um, so they have all outdoor dining, um, and they've had it since they were allowed to reopen the first time and it's very distanced, but it's the same thing. Like we went and we went to see our other friends and we all had masks on and we take a sip and put our masks back on. But you know, it's just, yeah, you tend to not post on social media cause you're like, I don't want to get backlash for that. But yet I know that I'm still being responsible cause I know exactly where those people have been, that they have been doing the same thing we've been doing. You know, it's, right. Right. it really is terrible because it makes you feel like a bad human. But on the same token, you're like, Oh gosh, but <laughs> I want to support that business. And I know. I know. Oh, it's I, so I, do, I feel myself getting judgy sometimes, which I got to take a step back. I'm like, they're probably doing the right things. They're probably distancing, but I'm like, they're not wearing a mask when they take this picture. <laughs> that Yeah. That gets me a lot. Like we, so what we personally do is when we go, we, have our mask on, we take a drink, we put our, you know, take our mask off to obviously drink and then put the mask back on. And because everything's outside, we haven't had any cases here in San Diego linked to any outdoor activities, which is why they shut back down indoor things because everything was linked to that and house parties, you know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that seems uh, pretty yeah. it's like, it's like Don't go inside a bar. Right. You need to scream and yell. Yeah. You know, they, people, they, some states have banned loud music and bars, but like, right. I don't know. There's certain places that, you know, are just going to be like, this is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. 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 It's tricky. So yeah. it, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. It's yeah. just one of those things that it's tough. I am still blogging every single day about COVID. So if you haven't been paying attention, I've been blogging now over 120 days. This is day 122. I've blogged every fucking day about COVID-19. And I'm going to write the shit out of a novel when this is done. <laughs> I like it. That's a, good, that's a good way. I mean... And I'll have to tell you, like, if you go back and look, you can see the evolution, right? Because I was very impartial and tried to remain, quote, non-political. And then yeah. as things evolved and some of these racial and social injustices were brought to light, I'm like, fuck that. I am no longer non-political. Like, <laughs> that's, that is causing more harm than good. And so I definitely have a lot of, you know, myself and my opinions really in there. And there are a couple of days that I'm like, you know what? I couldn't do it today. Like, I can't yeah. just look at the headlines. So if you're interested in the blog, I, I recommend you check it out. There's a lot of people who are not watching the news because they're overwhelmed with everything going on. I see you. I appreciate you. And I feel you. Please do whatever is best for you. What I do is look at all of the headlines and try and pull out the bad stuff, the good stuff, and what I think the important takeaway from the day is. So that's kind of the theme of the blog. And it's the bad, the good, the takeaway. Um, and there are some days that the bad is like, hey, there are cases everywhere and people are dying. What the fuck? <laughs> and there's like, there is no good headline. But today I like went to the beach. So there's that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, some days I just can't do it. It gets like exhausting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you get the feather in my cap. You get fatigue. It's been going on for a while. As a whole. It really is. And, you know, they have this whole new um, phrase for it called doom scrolling. And it's so true. I got really sucked into that in June. June was a bad month for me in general. Um, yeah, it just wasn't a good month in my business. And it was not a good mental health or self-care month. And really set me up for <laughs> a bad way rolling into my my birthday as of July 1st. Um, 
Anyway, uh, that's not what this podcast is about. (laughs) That'd be awesome and having fun. That's right. It's supposed to be levity. It's hard when you're Um, in the space. It's hard, but I think it's also important that we recognize that there can be levity when you talk about heavy issues. I think I've seen more of that now, but even when we're talking about COVID, when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, when we're talking about mental health issues, if you lose track of levity and the humor and, you know, how to kind of embrace all of the things within those situations, man, it's really not going to be good for you. So that's my thoughts on it, Chris. You know, know, I think, you know, you and I might be yin and yang because June was actually a a pretty good month when it came to exercising. Well, good. I'm glad. So, okay. Here's, here's what I just said to one of my friends uh, the other day. I said, you know what? I am surrounded by amazing success and amazing people who have really thrived in 2020, even with the pandemic. So I'm super happy about that because I've seen friends and family really, you know, get promotions and new jobs and, you know, big improvements in their personal life and moving into things that they've always wanted to do. So my time's coming. It's just uh, not here yet. (laughs) So that sucks. (laughs) Chris, it involves a lot of drinking. <laughs> I know. Might be a problem. That is one thing I've had a little bit more than I probably should have in the during this oh, time. Oh, we all have. I I just call them my wine abs, and I take them to the beach proudly. I'm like, look at these wine abs I've developed. Aren't they amazing? <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. Well, I, I am been motivated a little bit. I did signed up for two virtual races. Oh, that's one, good. One was uh, is actually the guy who does that Barclays one. I signed oh up for, yeah, Laz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I signed up for the the great race across Tennessee. Oh my gosh, Des, did you know this? Text us and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that started back in May or June. Maybe May. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. So I'm like I'm quite a bit behind, a little bit where I want to be. But anyway, and That's then a other lot of miles, I, isn't it? Like three thousand miles or something ridiculous. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I didn't do the that long one. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> not that many. <laughs> but then I signed up for the, there's a, a, a thousand, that, a thousand miles. I don't kilometers. Kilometer. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Good. Good. And there's, and there's another one that I signed up for was, uh, in June was, uh, a Pennsylvania one. It was actually going from one side doing a loop and then coming back. That's wow. about the same distance. These are aggressive races, Chris. <laughs> well, these are the, the one doesn't, you know, that one doesn't end until August. The other one doesn't end until like September, October. So you have like a summer and so to do it, like three or four months. So Oof, sounds like a lot of running. I've not run since May. I'll just be honest. Yeah. No well, running. A lot of mine's been biking. So mm. I've been doing biking miles is counting because there's literally, I can't go a mile without going up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. I have to go uphill no matter where I go. It's so terrible. It's tricky. So. Yeah, good. Well, let me tell you about what exercise I have been doing, Chris. I have been building one arm, one arm lift. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that. Listen, I did do push ups all through May. I gave up in June. My arms hurt so much, but Brooks has been going strong. He's still doing those damn push ups, <laughs> uh, but really seeing good results. So good for him. Um, Bastard. <laughs> I know. Whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> fine. I'll make pretty objects and you can call them. Ooh, graphical. Um, 
I have been boogie boarding because I really like boogie boarding. It's a ton yeah. of fun. And then I decided, okay, fine. I'm going to bite the bullet and buy a surfboard. So Whoa. we're recording this on a Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday. And we decided that we were going to go oot and a boot and go get a surfboard. And I... You know, I like to analyze all of my options and really make an educated purchase before I just go buy. And yeah. everyone that I have talked to that is a good surfer, and you will probably not know this because if you don't know anything about surfing, it's a difficult concept. But, you know, you always see people surfing and they have these cute little short boards and they're fiberglass and they're pretty colors and just looks like they glide across the water. Okay, surfing is really fucking hard. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> It is not as easy as they make it look. And I am not a superb surfer at all. I am as beginner as they come and have been renting what's called a foamy, a foam surfboard, um, which are a bit more resilient than fiberglass. They don't hurt you if they hit you in the head, right? They're easier to stand up on because they're bigger. There's lots of different things. But I really, really, really wanted to get a glass board, a fiberglass board. The problem is when you are a beginner surfer, you need to have a long, wide board so that it glides through the waves easily and you have a lot of room to kind of stand up and maneuver. There's a whole lot more to it. I'm butchering it, but I'm trying to simplify it for everyone. But does that does that make it less maneuverable? Is that why that's not necessarily desirable when you get better? No. Um, it's just it depends on your skill level and what you want to do with the board. There are some people that prefer what's called it's called a long board, you know, because it it does it just glides to the water a little bit easier. You have more surface area to work with, all those kinds of things. Gotcha. But so I've had other people in the past tell me just buy a foamy here in San Diego and a lot of the area Costco sells uh, a great board. It's $99 in store, right? Super cheap. That is so cheap for a surfboard. If you look at them, they are hundreds to thousands of dollars, very expensive. So everybody's like, go to Costco, get a foamy. It's 99 bucks. That's what you should start with. So we went to a couple of local surf shops and I talked with the guys there and I'm like, I know I'm a beginner. I don't really like the foamy and I don't, I don't really care for it. I feel like it's one really heavy to carry on land and I, it's awkward in the water it's big and bulky and I can stand up on it but it's just a pain in my ass and every single surf guy was like dude just suck it up and go buy one that's what you need I talked out of hundreds of dollars of surfboards <laughs> to go to Costco and get this fucking hundred dollar surfboards I'm like fine <laughs> so we go to a Costco <laughs> after the second surf shop go to Costco oh we haven't had them in weeks let's call down to the other other one. Oh, they've got 27 in stock. Great. Wow. We get there and uh, we don't see any. I'm like, what? So they had 27. So we find a, a Costco employee. You know, this is what you do when you're in the middle of a pandemic. You buy a surfboard, Chris. Okay. And he's like, oh, hey, no, man. Go for it. Right? He's like, oh, no, man. Some dude came and bought them all. I'm like, what in the actual fuck? You assholes are limiting. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, so you fuckers limit meat products to three per customer, but you can walk out with $2,700 worth of surfboards. <laughs> Do we see something wrong with this picture? Or is it just me? Dude. <laughs> I'm 
was like, come on, you've got to be shitting me. This is unreal. Well, so the other thing with surfboards is you can always get them secondhand, right? People trade them out all the time. They're on let go, Craigslist, Facebook marketplace, all these things. So I had been looking on Craigslist and let go and they were selling brand new. They're called a wave storm, selling brand new wave storms for $180. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck? Why are they marking it up all this money? Well, that's what they do, right? They go to Costco, pay $99.99, and then they're make, selling it on Craigslist brand new for $180. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I see you, and I'm calling your ass out. I'm not paying that's, that. That's, sorry, that's called retail arbitrage. Yeah. I, it's uh, I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it at all. So I was mad. I'm like, I wait. I wait to get my ninety nine dollars surfboard. So I left empty handed. I was very upset, and because I'm very emotional and have a lot of depression right now, I start crying. I'm like, no, I should just come here in the first place. Because I was ready, Chris. I was feeling yeah. ready. No, ready I know. to get this surfboard, and now I don't have it. I was so I still have to wait. I need to get my pool forever. Yeah, you know, I mean, you gotta wait. Gotta wait for these things. So. That was my beautiful to Those who wait. Isn't that the saying? Something like that. I think it's bullshit, but it's fine. I will wait because I'm not paying $180 on Craigslist. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> you can suck it. Uh, yeah. So that's where we're at. I'm a little mad at Costco again. So you didn't get it then? So you, you, went, you didn't go? This was all set until yesterday. Two Costco's yesterday. We have four in the area. I didn't go to the other two. I quit at two. <laughs> I'm a quitter like that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and I was like, so when you get them back in, and he's like, oh, we don't have any control. Corporate orders them and sends them. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> so I have no idea. She's just like yeah, hit or miss. Them like on the on Costco. I mean, I haven't. I have, we don't have a Costco where we sure live. you can order them on Costco. They're one hundred and eighty dollars shipped. But you can't do like a pick me up at the Costco. No, nope. nope. because they're a drop ship. They're not an actual like order item that they place. Yeah, tried that. I know, right? Isn't that a bitch? It's ridiculous. So stupid. Anyway, these are the problems that I have right now. So I'm waiting. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm like, I, I have a surf lesson person all lined up. I was already my board. And now I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I even got money from my wonderful mother to buy the surfboard. Just sitting. Yeah. Have it yet. Yeah. It's you know it's you know it's, you're you're an amazing athlete as we've heard you know with volleyball Olympian. stuff like, of course you know it's it's you know you've mastered the boogie boarding after three weeks so now it's time for the I know move up to the big game <laughs> the surfboard. move up to the big game meanwhile Brooks is like no 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 babe we saw that one it was like uh what did we find we found a seven two fiberglass surfboard for 400 bucks and he's like why don't we just go buy that one then you and i can both ride it i'm like okay first of all the <laughs> foamy that i want to buy is eight feet second of all you will kill yourself on a surfboard you don't know what you're doing <laughs> that's not a good idea for you and he's like hell if we get one that we can both ride i'm riding that shit I'm like this plan is going downhill rapidly <laughs> love it i like his style oh Just go it's in, not go good. big or go home sarah yeah it's pretty much what happened we have the roof straps and everything we bought those is when we bought the boogie board because i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna get a foamy i should probably get some roof strap hey what's that what's that other thing that people do where they have like a little thin board and you kind of throw it and you kind of skid and you the wake to, board is that no it's like what yeah. you it's in the surf that, that wake wake wakeboarding is yeah 
where you like essentially try and jump on, but usually fall and crack yep. your shoulder into the or head in the ground. Yeah, you skid on like an eighth of an inch of water right on the break yeah. on the sand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. You- wow. yeah. That just I see people do that at the beach and I'm just like, that is one one way I will separate a shoulder. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's usually kids around here. And I'm always like, oh, this is going to end badly for them. I've seen a lot of people fall and just bite a face full of sand (laughs) because it's really hard to do. And if you don't hit it just right and the wave recedes too fast, you're fucked. I mean, there's just nothing nothing to say that or stops on you. It's yeah, it doesn't seem like a very fun well, yeah, the board just stops in the sand. So if you don't have enough water, it just because it's usually a real thin wood board and it it's like glue. It just dead yeah. stop and they just face plant. It's pretty comical. Yeah, you, Sarah. I haven't boogie board in like 10 years. Oh, long. you're missing out, dude. It is so much fun. Like no. a 12 year old. It's great. No. You know, last time I did it, I was at the beach here in the East Coast. Right. I don't know. If it was- uh-huh. Virginia or North Carolina when we did it. And, you know, when you hit the waves and then, like, it, it'll bounce and then it kind of rolls, especially, like, on the East Coast. I don't know how the West Coast ones are, like, but on the East Coast, right, they get a break pretty close to the beach. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I had a, a number of times where it, like, rolled on you and it flips you over. And then yeah. just it just literally scrapes your nipple off your body. <laughs> and I'm like... My nipples oh. are covered at the beach, Chris, so I'm fine. <laughs> I mine worked. I, I didn't learn... I learned the hard way. How close to the sand are you? You got to go out a little ways, dude. You can't just be like in an inch of water. No, but you know, like you, they, they break close, right? And then when they break and then they do the good one, it's like, then it just rips you around. So hey, I haven't done that yeah. for a while. Let's check it out sometime. If I ever go to the I'm beach again with the... Yeah, whenever the you get to the beach again, boogie board, my friend. I know. It's so much fun. It's really a ton of fun. I'll wear, I'll wear a shirt, so I... Yeah. That, that's a good idea. Protect, or some... Protect the nips. <laughs> Band-aids over your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to cut yeah. diamonds with these when they... Oh. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, the other thing I will say, though, that I did pick up yesterday at Costco, I've been doing a lot of baking. <clears throat> we oh, all nice. know that I have the yeast, right? Yeah, just get your uh, yeast. I got yeah. my yeast. Got your, <laughs> Sounds got your hookup. To say. But I, I got that a while ago. And so I've been baking a lot of bread for Brooks and myself, but mostly for Brooks because I just like to bake. And then I had a very good friend give me some sourdough starter last week that he's had going for almost eight years. That's amazing. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. So I got the sourdough starter and I started baking like a fucking asshole. I'm like, I'm going to bake all the bread. I like it. So much bread. I ran out of flour. Do you know at Costco, you can get a 25 pound bag of flour for $5 and 69 cents. What? I'm like sold. I mean, that's the cheapest thing ever. So I bought 25 pounds of flour so I can bake it up. (laughs) I'm going to start making bread animals. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, something else to pass the time. Oh, my goodness. We have we we used to to, we get big bats of bread flour, break all purpose flour, whole wheat flour, all these different flours. And we store them in. We went to our local grocery store. And you know when they mm-hmm. like the the bakery, they have the big vats where the cream comes in, like the like the topping. Yes. And so we just took those and we fill up our stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have like a bunch of those sitting around. But yeah, because we get like twenty pounds at a pop. 
Right. It's yeah. awesome. Well, this is the first time I bought 25 pounds of flour. And you forget, I don't live in a house. Yeah. I live in an apartment. And uh, I had a little issue yesterday where I'm like, where does one put 25 pounds of flour? Hmm. <laughs> you, need that place. you need to store it properly. Yeah, too. I didn't. I didn't have a vat, so I've used every container that I own. But guess what? That flower's put away. <laughs> uh, I just kept filling shit up. I'm like, if this is empty, it's getting flour. <laughs> it's fine. I need to get some different flowers, though, just to mix it up. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to just start with sourdough, though, yeah. I think. And I do want to make... Have you ever watched The Great British Baking Show? Maybe. You uh, probably haven't because it's on Netflix and you still don't have that. Uh, I, you're like a serial killer. I don't understand. Who doesn't have Netflix? Anyway. Um, I have Disney Plus. It's good. I, it is good. But I you saw Hamilton. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the Great British Baking Show always has bread week. And during bread week, they have to make some sort of bread sculpture. So there's this one guy, and I forget what season it is. I wish I knew. Uh, I'll know for the next time we record. But he made a lion head, like, and the whole mane out of bread. I'm like, oh, awesome. I want to make that. <laughs> That's my life goal right there, Chris. You should do that. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm totally going to do it. And I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel, which I started. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I know, right? Right yeah. now, you can YouTube check channel. out that YouTube channel. It has design and logo and me telling you all the web flow and Wix tips. Yeah, you know. I'm a YouTuber. Did like, you know, Chris? I told my wife we should start a YouTube channel. Absolutely. Everybody should. Why not? How, how great we are. <laughs> or how great I, I am. I told Brooks the same thing. I was like, <laughs> we should start a YouTube channel and say how amazing we are. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. into it. Really? Well, he wants to start a YouTube channel in which I record him playing video games. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is, that's what I said. I'm like, that's a, no, this is just stupid. And he's like, why well, do I buy a gaming computer for that? So now he's been pricing those. It's become a real shit show here during COVID. Chris. <laughs> going down, going down real quick. <laughs> Every day. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens next. Yeah, so there you are. You're all caught up on the last five weeks of chaos. A lot of baking, a lot of mental health issues, not doing so well in the business. Uh, but I'm going to be a surfer. I mean, tied up. There you go. That's pretty much all caught up for me, too. Yeah. Cool. Good. All right. Well, hopefully it won't be another five weeks so you can listen to us. But if you haven't caught up on all the past episodes, you should do that now. You should also subscribe, rate and review us, share us with your friends on social media. We would love it if you would shout us out. That'd be great. Uh, you can follow us on social media in between. We are no longer on Facebook. I got rid of that shit. We're on Instagram at Can I Tell You Something Funny and Twitter. Can I tell you that's the letter U funny? And, oh, I don't think I put the funny tweet on there that I shared with you, Chris, about, <laughs> about the fart. <laughs> that was hilarious. And I was cracking up. So I'll put that one on there. Um, yeah, you should listen to my other podcast if you're into graphic design and entrepreneurship and just want to hear me give all the nitty gritty details about my business. That is Talks with Sarah No Socks. Um, you can follow me on social media at Sarah No Socks. And if you're interested in any of the services that I offer and hiring me to do anything for you in the creative slash web design realm, you can check that out at SarahNoSocks.com. And that's it. Chris, no more five weeks. 
Yeah, it's too long. it should be uh, maybe only be four next time. <laughs> <laughs> I know you need I'm a break. Teasing. Jeez. Teasing. It's the summer of George. I'm living. I'm living high in life. You're living it up, man. Do it. <laughs> in the middle. All of, right. That's why I can live it up. I'm in the middle of nowhere. That's <laughs> true. It's true story. Uh, well, stay safe out there, everyone. You too. Yes. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. All the things. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.